Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Oh my God, I have such a good one for you guys today. I am laughing in my head just thinking about this one. And if I paint the picture well enough, you'll be cracking up at some point too, I think. We have all been there as parents. And even if you're not a parent, you've seen it. I definitely know you've been a part of this. The public meltdown. Oh my God. And if you are trying to be a conscious parent, especially those of us that are healing from our own not-so-sparkly childhoods, we can feel that vortex of feelings and energy like come at us when there are others watching, right? It's the worst. <laughs> but what if in that moment, at least one other person was there to support you and your child just being a child? Like, imagine how different that would feel. We always hear, it takes a village. And I know, it's like, what village? (laughs) What freaking village do you got going on? Like, all my family is looking at me like I've got like seven eyes and, (laughs) right? And when you're a generational cycle breaker and your kid loses it, that's when it really feels like you're on an island of one, right? But that's the thing. Maybe we don't have the village that we all have pictured in our minds, but something that happened over the weekend showed me that it only takes one other person to make a huge difference on how things go. So I take my kid to indoor soccer. It's cold where we live, so they do indoor soccer for the winter, which is awesome. My kid's team is supposed to just be five and six-year-olds, But because there wasn't enough three and four year olds this year to like make their own teams, they put them all together. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a really fun shit show. (laughs) You know, the three year olds versus like six year olds, it's just like such a mishmash, right? And his coaches are a mom and dad of a three year old that's on his team. And she is freaking adorable. Oh my God. So they had a game on Saturday and I really want to paint the picture of this little girl for you guys. <laughs> this little peanut rolls in with rainbow tie-dye leggings, hot pink shin guards, her team shirt that's huge on her tied on the side and a side ponytail to match. Like seriously, my heart bursts just looking at her. <laughs> it's such a vibe. So, so they can only play four kids at a time. So they take turns sitting out. I think you can imagine where this is going. (laughs) They have her sit out with the first group. Enter the public meltdown. (laughs) So I am by myself watching my kid and I see her start to lose it. No, I play now. Oh my God. Like she's three. Everybody knows what this looks like. It doesn't matter if you're a parent or not. And the screaming and her body starting to take over the tantrum. And I'm watching and everyone else is watching. But I'm watching to see how the parents are doing with her doing this. I know it's probably a trauma response that I'm like, I'm protective over kids like I am. But at least this trauma response doesn't mess me up, right? (laughs) Like, I'm watching every... I know it's like hypervigilance in a little way, but whatever. I can see their faces change. 
they need to coach. Everyone's watching and I can see the frustration and like maybe like panic for lack of control coming. And when I saw their energy change like that, my wounded inner child and and higher self tag teamed (laughs) and got me running down the bleachers. I don't even know what I'm going to do yet. (laughs) Like, oh, and wait till you hear like how, like what ends up happening. Oh my God. My higher self knew that just being there, having someone step in and be in the trenches with them, like, you know, just having someone with us, having someone be in it with us can help shift the energy, right? And I knew I knew this because when my special needs sister has meltdowns, which she does every so often, sometimes just being with my mom helps her stay calm, even though neither of us know exactly what to do. So what did I do? Her mom was holding her while she was screaming and kicking. Like, you know that scene, right? First, the mom apologizes to me. Like, what? Like, see, this is what's playing in our heads. And I was like, oh, mama, she is perfect. She's three. And this is exactly what she's supposed to be. And I saw her face relax a little, you know, just getting a little bit of compassion. Then I asked the little girl, hey, do do you want to play soccer with me in the corner over there? (laughs) And she yells, no. (laughs) Okay, cool. And I was like, oh, crap. Um... So her mom goes, she wants to tell a story. Um, uh, okay. Hey, do you want to tell me a story? She yells, no. <laughs> Who the hell are you? And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Um, so then I go, hey, um, do you want to hide and tell me a story? She stopped. She stopped everything and I saw her eyes light up and I looked around, you know, that little space underneath the bleachers in a gym, right? I'm like, uh, yeah, guess who crawled their ass in there (laughs) and we had a magical place to tell a story. She runs over very excited and sits in there with me. I'm telling you, man, just like you got to tap in, you got to tap into who they are I go, okay, so what's the story? And her little spirit took off. She was like, so there was a princess and a prince and there was a dragon and I am fully present, fully engaged. Magic. I see her parents start smiling and then her aunt ran over and she starts videoing her telling me the stories Oh, and it gets better. Oh my God, so awesome. So she gets done and they keep thanking me. And I said like loud enough for everyone to hear. She is perfect. She is amazing. This is what they're supposed to be doing. Thank you for letting her be her amazing self. It shows. She's so happy, right? Skipping around the gym because she got to be who she freaking is. (laughs) And the game is still going on, right? I go back up to the bleachers like to try to watch my kid. And I gave him a wave to let him know like I was back. And she is so happy, right? She starts performing. I'm a little teapot (laughs) in the middle of the gym floor 
while the game is still going on. Like, picture this scene. This was so epic. I look around, and everyone in the bleachers is cracking up. The other kids are just playing around her, (laughs) and her parents weren't mortified anymore. They were laughing and smiling with us. They felt supported by everyone to allow her to be just as she is. Perfect. And I looked around and I took this all in. The entire energy of that room completely shifted. And it was beautiful. We say there's no village. We can be the village. It only takes one other person to help another feel supported and get them out of survival tactics. So if you consider yourself a conscious or gentle parent, you are amazing. And I know how huge it is to be the parent that most of us didn't get. Can you take it one step further and be the village for someone that we think we still don't have? They think they're alone out there. Even if you don't know what to do, it doesn't freaking matter. (laughs) Help remind them to see their child through loving, compassionate eyes by looking at their child that way, right in the middle of the chaos, while they're throwing themselves around on the floor. Look at their child as the amazing human that they are. Trust me, it works. They will start to see them too. It'll get them out of all the stories because a lot of the unconscious parenting comes from the stories that start running in the parent's head, right? That everyone is mad. Everyone is annoyed. Show them that's not true for everyone and help that parent be the highest version of themselves, which helps the child remain the highest version of themselves. I love this village that we have built here. And on TikTok, it means the world to me to have your support. And I hope these stories help you see you're not alone, friend. Sending you so much love. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I'll see you on the next one, friend. Take care.